This is episode 30 of Extraordinary Women Radio. Welcome to Extraordinary Women Radio. I am your host, Cami Gellner. Women are being called to live with voice, vitality, and vigor. Each month, join me for wisdom-filled interviews with extraordinary women living out loud and making a difference in our world. Their stories will uplift, inspire, and spark your own purpose-driven journey. Today, I'm thrilled to bring Heather Artema of Root of Wellbeing to this episode of Extraordinary Women Radio. Heather's a dear friend and a client, and I've been blessed and honored to have been a part of her journey. Heather shares her personal story about how she took her life back after having been prescribed a concoction of pharmaceutical drugs for over 18 years for three different autoimmune diseases. In a single day, she decided she was going to do life differently that she was going to take ownership of her health and how she nourished her body. And that decision was life-changing forever. Now, when I met Heather just two years ago, she was working in a large global marketing agency on some of their biggest accounts. And despite all this outward success she was living in, there was something more calling to her. She knew she had more to do with her life. Shortly thereafter, she became my client, where we really went deep into what was calling to her and why she was feeling this call for something more in the midst of all this success. And in our work together, the clarity and the answer came. And just six months later, Heather took the leap to follow her passion and her purpose and left that corporate job to launch Root of Wellbeing, a functional health and wellness organization that helps people rediscover the magic of feeling well. Today, Heather teaches her clients to create a sustainable whole life approach to lifelong health with nutrition, movement, stress reduction, and more. And she's going to reveal more of that in our interview. The interview is full of great tips for feeling better in your life. Heather has a huge passion for helping people feel better and live a different story. It's all about living a vibrant new health reality. And who doesn't want that? Heather's energy is contagious, and I can tell you, after I wrapped up this interview, I promptly went upstairs and made myself a delicious green smoothie for lunch. Let's jump in and meet Heather Artema of Root of Wellbeing. Well, welcome, Heather. I am so thrilled to have you on today. Thank you, Cami. I'm thrilled to be here. I'm smiling from ear to ear. And so am I. So am <laughs> I. So I love, love your story. And I, you know this. I love that I got to be part of your journey and taking the leap and from leaving your corporate job to doing this work that is so important in the world today. So let's just go back to a little over two years ago when you and I first met at that Extraordinary Women Connect event. Um, our listeners really love to hear the stories of following your heart. Well, you tell us what you were doing at the time and what has unfolded since that okay. time two years ago. Sure, sure, absolutely. And thank you, Cami. I want to tell you, I love my story too. And um, <laughs> there was definitely a time two years ago when I was thinking, oh my gosh, what is my story? And it was really causing me concern. But um, it's really shown up front and center, and I know it. And yes, there were times of uncertainty and doubt, but now I just have so much joy and. Um, passion every day that I get to experience that I, I'm just, I'm just so delighted. So 
Yeah, it's two years ago. I was in a very different place. You had a very big job at a very large advertising agent, global agency, right? Exactly. Yes. I had been in corporate America for 20 years. I had been fulfilling various marketing roles, market research, strategy, branding, you name it. I had done it. And I really, I feel, um, I feel very fortunate for a lot of the experiences that I had. I got to travel all over the world. I got to meet all kinds of incredible people and work on some really interesting brands. So I got to work on Ford, you know, Ford Motor Company and Procter and Gamble and IBM. And and for many people, you know, that's a that's a home run right there. Right. That, they're, they're really happy with that. That's an A career. And I don't know. I think a lot of people out there are um, going, to, going to their jobs every day and it's kind of like a C. And, uh, but for me, it wasn't an A. And um, it, was, it, was, it was a B. Right. And a B pretty good, but it wasn't good enough for me. Right. And so in that particular moment, Kimmy, I had been working with a company for a number of years. And I um, initially really, really liked the company and liked the challenge and self-fulfilled. But at that point, um, we had had months and months of very little work. And so you can imagine the atmosphere. It was, it was one of, um, gossip and, and fear and, oh no, like, is there going to be work coming in and, um, and boredom Mm -hmm. and, and, um, (laughs) I'm a doer. I'm an activator. Yes, you are. Yes. And so, so here's this doer with nothing to do. And so I, um, it, it was, it was a big struggle for me. I would come home from the office after doing nothing and, um, see how productive my kids had been, how productive my husband had been. And they would ask me, what did you do today? And I would, I mean, the honest answer was not much. And of course I would, I would try and dig in, you know, dig up anything I possibly could do. So that wasn't just sitting there, but it just told me like, wow, I, I, you know, I am just like on pause. Yeah. And you know what? It just came to me is, is maybe that pause for you was a place where you could actually hear your heart. Yes. Yes. Because you, if you would have been going at the pace that you'd been going, you know, months before that, would you have heard all those callings in your heart? No. And I would have told, even if I had heard just like a little whisper, I would have said, no, no, no look at me. I've got this great job. I'm, I'm all over the place and I wouldn't really have paid attention, but it was, it was, it was having this time knowing that I could do more, but it was also having the right people come into my life, the right inspiration, the, um, you know, even even some of your events, Cammie, you know, where I really pushed myself to figure out who am I at my essence and how can I make an impact on this world? Because that's what I want to do. And, and there are people that don't want to, and that is absolutely fine. Right. But for me, I knew, you know, Hey, I've had a great, great start to the life, you know, great kind of midlife, but I, in these next 20, 30 years, I need to be doing something drastically different. And where did the courage and fire come from to take that big leap? Well, you know what I think it was? I think it was when I finally figured out what I wanted to do. Because for years I had always thought like, huh, I wonder if I could do that job. Or I wonder if I could, wonder if I could become a baker and have a bakery, all kinds of random things. Because I knew, I, I knew, yes, a B is great, 
for an occupation, but I always wanted that A. And um, when I had that time, that kind of big amount of time to really think about things, um, I realized that the answer was right in front of me. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I had to take a, a quick step back. And um, you know, you know a little bit about my health. Um, I've always been a very active person. I was in every sport you can think of growing up, uh, cross country, soccer, cheerleading. I really, I did it all. And I had this crazy energy. And um, I always thought, you know, I ate pretty well. Um, we didn't really go out to fast food restaurants. And, you know, I, I was raised where I thought McDonald's was only on the turnpike when you're going on vacation. And so <laughs> I didn't realize there was a McDonald's like three blocks from my house growing up. My parents, you know, we never went by. So I thought I was really healthy. And, um, and, uh, and then guess what happens? You know, I got hit. I got hit hard. Right. And I got hit by an autoimmune disease and, and frankly, not just one, I have three right now. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I thought, well, what in the world? And I asked why, like, why is this happening to me? I'm this fit after person. And I, I think I eat really well. And, and, uh, but you know what, there are so many other factors. And so there, there's a genetic factor. Yes. But so much of chronic disease, and that's what autoimmune disease is, so much of chronic disease is really determined by our lifestyle and by our diet. And so even though I thought I was eating healthy, guess what? I wasn't. And, and I thought I was you know, living well, but you know what? I was burning the candle at both ends. I wasn't sleeping. I did not have any kind of uh, stress transformation practice, like a meditation practice, or you know, I was always breathing out of my chest instead of out of my belly. And those are, are things that helped kind of lead to this disease. And so are the pharmaceuticals that I was on. And so, yes, they were, you know, I was on um, something called a proton pump inhibitor, which, you know, maybe you'll recognize as the purple pill, like a Nexium or a Prilosec. And, you know, that helped me not feel heartburn, but the side effects are really detrimental. And so, um, you know, it was really, it was figuring out, wow, you know, I, I don't think I should be on this drug for 18 years. Right. That's not not good. And then it was figuring out like, wow, I think I really have a say in how I'm feeling. And this all happened when you were still working in the corporate world, right? I mean, this was, so this was long before you left the corporate world. You were, you were, you were feeling the impact of the autoimmune diseases. Um, and you started treating them with Western medicine. And then what was that defining moment where think, where you knew things had to change? you know what? I got off all my drugs uh-huh. and I, I did it through diet and lifestyle. And frankly, the, the big one that I had been on for a long time that caused the most damage, I did it in three days. And it was something I'd been on for 18 years. And then it was everybody coming up to me and saying, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, what did you do? How did you do it? And I realized there are so many people out there that don't know where to start when it comes to health and wellness. Right. And it's so overwhelming. It's so overwhelming. We have, um, as, a, as a society, made it so easy. It's kind of like a convenience lifestyle. Oh, you know, buy this pre-made food. You know, live in, it's, it's just, we, we've forgotten how to go back, kind of how to go back to basics and um, do things for ourselves. Right. So that was my big aha, was I managed to figure out how to heal myself. 
It didn't come through the doctors, the conventional doctors I'd been seeing at the time. It came through me really rolling up my sleeves and learning as much as I could and then having great success. Right. Right. And when you and I first met a couple of years ago, I think you, you started sharing this story with me and you had so much passion around yeah. this and that clarity that came around, you know, oh my gosh, if I could help other people with the, with these challenges that they're having in their life and knowing that there's so many people in our world that are having the, these kinds of challenges and the kinds of um, things that we put into our body in the wellness state that we're in, mm-hmm. um, you saw this huge opportunity to make a difference. And I saw this fire in you yes. that just lit up and you have grown this business so quickly. <laughs> it's been, and just and really, it's just been a delight watching you take this, um, and, and go with it. Once that clarity came for you, it's like you went and it was, it was so much fun to see that happen. Thank you. Well, you know what? It's so much fun to actually experience, experience it. I, I know what I am here to do and I know my potential now and I know my possibilities and it is, it's, there is no other trajectory or road I'd rather be on. I no longer feel like I'm wasting my time or I'm kind of just, you know, hitting that pause button on potential. I know I, I, it's, it's one of those Cami, where I, um, I just feel so fortunate because I feel like I am constantly playing, even though I'm working, I am playing and I right. never want to stop, but <laughs> I have to stop because sleep is so important. So anyway, it's hard to pull me away. Yeah. What yes. 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 And then I think it's because you've got this drive to go make a difference with it. And it's really fun. Let's talk about your health today. What, when was the last time you just felt really well? Ah, well, I feel amazing. And yes. I got to say, okay, so I love that question, Cammie. Uh, when I work with people, that is one of the questions I ask them. When was the last time you felt really well? And I will tell you, people look at me and the answer isn't immediate. People don't say, oh, I felt really well today or yesterday. Some, a lot of people will say, well, it's been about five years or oh, wow. even worse, it's been about 10 years. Mm. since they felt really, really well. And that's yeah. a great question for our listeners to just stop and tune into. When was the last time you felt well? Yes. Right? So what, what does that mean? It means that you have energy. It means that you have a clear head. It means that you have a passion, a fire in your belly. It means that you are, you feel exhilarated. It means that you appreciate all of the beauty around you because you see it. You're Mm -hmm. off of autopilot and you are living the way you're meant the way you're designed to live. That's what feeling well means. And so many of us are used to feeling like, I call it FLC syndrome. And I think, you know, I think I stole this from Dr. Mark Hyman, who is one of my celebrity functional medicine doctor heroes. Um, FLC syndrome is feeling like crap. And I apologize for swearing. That's right. (laughs) Listen to that swearing. But we are so used to feeling like crap. Mm -hmm. It is one of those where we overeat or we eat foods that um, are harming our bodies. So they're making us swell. So we undo the top button of our our pants when we're sitting down. Uh, We feel sluggish. We um, don't have energy to get up and play with the kids or our bodies are hurting. And a lot of people in their 40s, 
you know, in our 50s, we'll say, oh, well, it must be old age. No, it is not old age. It is inflammation that is occurring because your stress level is too high or because you are bringing in toxins through your foods or through your lotions or your hair products or your makeup. And those toxins are really making it hard for us to feel amazing. Right. So what does amazing mean to you? How do you feel? Well, I feel strong. I feel fit. I have energy. I'm alert. That, that may sound really silly, but so many of us are kind of living in a fog. And mm-hmm. I'll tell you, for me, um, I have rheumatoid arthritis, which means that my body will get confused and it kind of attacks, attacks my joints or kind of the lining of my joints. Um, and that can be really painful when I do have flares. I occasionally still will have them, but it's very rare. Um, but I used to always always feel swollen and inflamed. I also have something called Sjogren's, um, where again, the more stress I have, or if I'm not eating well, then, you know, my eyes get drier, my mouth gets drier, things like that. And then I have something called psoriasis. And that's a, a kind of a skin reaction. And I will say, if I get too much sugar, everything gets inflamed. Okay. Everything. Mm-hmm. And if I don't get enough sleep, uh, and I, boom, I will have flares. And so, um, I like today I feel amazing. I am so lucky. I, I, you know, I thought the other day I could actually get the handicap sticker for my car if I wanted to. And I pinched myself because I don't need to, because diet and lifestyle have, have changed that. I've changed everything. Yeah. Yes. How many, and I, and I know the answer to this, but I want you to share this with our listeners. How many servings of vegetables do you eat every day? (laughs) I mean, I think this is amazing. Yes. Well, I, uh, okay. So I have to tell you, I was a vegetarian in my early twenties and I was probably the most unhealthy vegetarian. (laughs) I, um, I would have like the token vegetable, you know, maybe a little lettuce in my sandwich or, or a little, you know, tomato here and there. And, um, and man, all I did was eat greens. It was, I was bad. I was a bad example. Uh, so now uh, 75% of my plate is vegetables. Mm-hmm. And I do eat meat, um, but I eat it as kind of a condiment. Somebody really smart somewhere coined the term condiment. And that is, that stuck with me. That's kind of how I think of it. Right. I, my body does better on, um, on the, the protein. I, you know, I get protein through nuts and things like that as well, but, um, it, you know, we're all unique. We're all chemically unique. And so there's not just one diet for everybody. We all need to kind of tailor, tailor what we take in so that, so that we can kind of optimize our own energy and so forth. But how many servings of vegetables do I eat? I told you it's 75% of my plate. So what does that really mean? I eat 12 to 13 servings of vegetables a day. Wow. Wow. And is it, do you do it? And I often heard eat the color of the rainbow. So it's like, you know, you all different colors that are across your plate. Absolutely. And I do that with my kids as well. And so, um, you know, we'll, we'll get lunch out or dinner out. And sometimes I I have a five and a seven-year-old and sometimes they'll say, mama, mama, where's my blue mama, mama. I don't have any orange. (laughs) And we'll go to the kitchen and we'll find a carrot or blueberries, um, or whatever it is. And the reason why you want to eat a lot of color is because there's something called a phyto 
chemical. And it's, it's basically these compounds within the plant, and they are incredibly powerful. And together, they build our immune health. And instead of just eating all green, although I do love a green smoothie, uh, you know, or all red, really what you want to do is get that rainbow because it's the diversity in color that creates the synergy. And all the colors combined have a greater impact, positive impact on your health than just eating one color. And so for me, I'll make sure, you know, I've got it's crazy, but six or seven servings of vegetables in my smoothie. A lot of people, they'll have a morning smoothie and it's all fruits. And while I applaud that they are eating, you know, drinking, kind of eating that over a bowl of processed grains that are laden with toxicides, I think it's better to have kind of, you know, 90% vegetables in that smoothie and one fruit. Ah, very good. I, I probably tend to err on the other side of that. And uh, um, so I think, so like if you're adding in a carrot or cucumbers or, yes. um, you know, you've got your, your base kale, what else do you put in? Uh, well, sure. I'll tell you what I had this morning. So I put in a full cucumber. I mm-hmm. think cucumbers are amazing and they help with the moisture. Mm-hmm. I put in a stalk of celery. I put in an avocado. Oh, yeah. Uh, I had a whole avocado, by the way, so I'm, I'm still really satiated. It, it's, it's a very filling smoothie. Um, I also put in a handful of mixed greens and whatever mixed greens I have on hand. And so it could be chard. It could be cow, yeah. spinach, but I, I throw those in. Then I do a little bit of lemon juice, just a little bit. Um, it helps kind of deepen the flavor. I put in some blueberries and some filtered water and some chia seeds some MCT oil and some, I think there are one or two more ingredients. It's a lot. But when you have everything, when you're prepared, it takes three seconds to make it. Right. It's, it's right. delicious and it's, it's, yes, it's amazing. Very good. And I like some of those ideas that you've added in there that I'm not putting in mind. So I, I'll, I appreciate that. So you often talk about this concept of going back to the basics. Yes. And I think, you know, in this, you know, the busyness that we all live in, this, you know, we're all at busy pace. We're going, like you said, so it only takes, only doesn't take very long to create a, a smoothie that, that tastes that good, that's that good for us. Tell us more about what you mean when you're going back to the basics. Okay. Well, so this is just, you know, in my experience working the corporate life, uh, you know, surrounded by amazing individuals, but definitely that that ambition of, I got to get ahead. I, you know, I need to buy the bigger house. I need to have the nicer car. I, I need to, um, you know, go, go, go. We kind of forget about what truly is important. And it, it's, you know, number one, we need a roof over our head. Right. Number two, we need food on the table. Yes. And number, number three, we need our health. Mm-hmm. And so often we forget about our health until we've lost it. And then we got to really roll up our sleeves to try and recreate it. And it is possible, but, um, yeah. Like, do you want me to go into each one of these just a little sure. bit? Sure. Yeah. Just a little bit. Absolutely. Okay. So, um, gosh, you know, it's, uh, I think, you know, you've got all these McMansions out there and yes, they're absolutely beautiful and 
would I love to live in one of these? Like, yeah, maybe for a week or two, I think it would be so much fun. But we are so focused on buying bigger and bigger and bigger because that's what our friends are doing. Or that's mm-hmm. what we're supposed to do. And, and then we're trying to constantly fill these, these huge storage boxes because, frankly, that's what they look like to me. And we want to fill them with things. The, the, oh, my gosh. Even in my teeny tiny little storage box of a house, the amount of plastic we had for our kids was overwhelming. And so we really kind of, um, my, our family, we focus on minimal, minimalism. How can we kind of detox from this idea of buying, buying, buying? Um, so, you know, you've got these people working crazy hours because they want to maintain these very large and lonely storage boxes. And I say, Cammy, I say lonely because yes. everyone goes off to their own room or their own space and there's not any forced interaction. You know, I told my yes. two, yeah, I, um, I told Cole and Will Riley, my kids the other day, they were, they were bemoaning our small house. Said, <laughs> you know what? Look on the bright side. You guys are never going to be lonely. That's right. And That's social right. And connection and social just community that you create within the home. Yes. Yeah. The connection. Exactly. Absolutely. There's, there's just, you know, social isolation can lead to chronic disease as well. Mm-hmm. And so community is so incredibly important. And so, you know, my, my kids, they're like, mommy, are we poor? Because our house isn't as large as some of the other houses they've been to. And, and I always go back and oh, say, my. do you, do you think we're poor? You know, is your heart happy? Do you have good food? Do you smile and laugh a lot? Because that is what rich richness and riches and wealth is to me. And that's what I'm trying to, to teach to my kids. Yes. And you know what? I think the other piece of it and and moving on to this next part of it is the table part. Mm -hmm. People make choices to, to go do the big, you know, a lot of the, you know, the big houses, the, the fancy cars, all those sorts of things. And then they say, Oh, I don't have enough money to buy healthy foods to go on the table. Exactly. Exactly. They say, oh, you know what? Organic's too expensive. And I will tell you, um, I just, uh, I just came out of this conference. It was a continuing education conference for doctors, MDs and DOs and health coaches and so forth. And it was put on by the Institute for Functional Medicine. And I, I saw a lot of stats and a lot of numbers about that. Frank, for example, the number of pesticides on conventionally grown fruit and vegetables. And, and also, you know, if you're buying conventional meats versus grass fed and, and free range meats, you know, that those animals are, are eating GMOs and with tons of pesticides again, and that's, that's what's coming into the body. And it's, it is causing some serious damage and, and it's scary. And so there are some people that just don't want to believe it and say, well, I don't want to pay the extra dollar, you know, for these grapes over those grapes because, well, you know, I can't taste the the chemicals, so they must not be doing anything, but they are doing things. And I, I, um, you know, I want to briefly tell you a story about a former colleague of mine. She was from the Philippines. Her name was Nita and she was just super dynamite, fun person. And, um, I think she was in her mid forties and we had a lot of, um, 20 somethings in our office and they were super trendy and cute. And I'm not lying, Cammie, I love their outfits. And I'm like, gosh, I wish they could be my personal shopper because I am so kind of boring in what I wear. And, um, and basically Nita, my, my colleague, she would tell the trendier colleagues that what they spent on clothes, she spent on food. And what they spent on food, she spent on clothes. And I mm. think she, she has a great point. Mm-hmm. So 
while clothing can be a fun way to showcase creativity, food, it's information. It is telling our bodies to either fight cancer or create cancer mm-hmm. or autoimmune disease or whatever headache or, or sinus issue. It is it information. And, um, and so to me, you know, like my Philippine colleague, my grocery bill is large. Right. And it's not because I'm buying a lot of food. It's because I'm buying the highest quality, most nutrient dense food I can. Right. And you, and that's, and it, it's reflected in your health. It's reflected in, um, how you feel and how you show up every day. And, and even how you are able to put so much energy, positive energy out into the world as a direct reflection of that food that you're, cho- those choices you're making. Yeah. Thank you. People always say, how do you have so much energy? You're so, like, <laughs> so full of zest. And I say, you know what? It's, it's because I'm taking care of the one body that I have yes. and I am, you know, it's yes, but I love to go out and have three cocktails, of course, but I know what that's going to do to my body. I know how I'm going to react and it's not worth it to me. Right. Because I, I have I have work to do. Remember, I'm a doer. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. So we all want to feel amazing like that. So what are and I know this is what you help your clients do today. And what are those fundamental elements that you guide your clients through to help them feel amazing? Sure. Sure. So so there are five areas. And I learned about these five areas through the Institute for Functional Medicine. And I um also through the Functional Medicine Coaching Academy. And so that is kind of where my education comes. And these five areas are paramount. So the reason why I say that is there is a lot in life that you can't control, Cammie. There's so much that we can't control. But these five areas are all areas that we do have control over. And so after, you know, um, for anyone who wants to, you know, who listens to this interview, they, after it's over, they could go make five small changes and feel a positive impact from those changes tomorrow. So nice. that is why, that is why we focus on these areas. And, um, it's it, again, functional medicine it is different than the traditional conventional medicine, which is more of a pill for every ill. Functional medicine is all about asking why. So why does somebody have the headache or the heartburn, the GERD, the constipation, what is going on? Let's figure that out. Let's get to that root cause. And then through diet, through lifestyle, through these five factors, I'll walk you through. That's how we heal. And that's how we manage to at at some point in the distance, of course, working with the doctor, get off all our prescriptions. So uh, let's just start off with nutrition and I'll be very blunt. Food is one of the most fundamental and potent inputs we provide our bodies every single day. Mm-hmm. So think about how many, how many, how many um, bites. I think on average we have 200 bites a day. Oh wow! So of those 200, are they processed foods that kind of you know don't even represent where they originally came from? Are they high in sugar or are they power foods? Are they vegetables that you still recognize? Are they clean protein, nuts and seeds and so forth? So you got to figure out what do you want to do with those 200 bites? Okay. And, and you also have to realize that, um, you know, eat the right foods for you. Eat the foods that, um, you know, I can't eat tomatoes. 
For some mm-hmm. people, tomatoes are great, full of nutrition, but for me, it's a nightshade and it will give me a rheumatoid arthritis flare. So again, no diet. Um, you know, we're all, there, there's no just one perfect diet. We're all unique. And to figure out what works best for you is just to do a simple experiment and kind of do an elimination diet. And then when you put things back into your body, you listen to how your body is reacting. And those- so that's how you figure out what type, what, what foods your body likes and does not like. It's just by listening, by, by pulling those out. I, and I've done um, a different, I've done a cleanse where you like remove a lot of the different things and then you reintroduce things one at a yes. time. Um, yes. Okay. And so that's how you, you, you take people through that. For example, yeah. So, so let's say you reintroduce dairy. And, um, within like 30 minutes to 48 hours, all of a sudden your ears, your ears are, are plugged and throbbing and you have horrible sinus, um, congestion and, and the dairy is the only new food that you reintroduced. Mm-hmm. There was a direct relationship there. Yes. And so often we're not paying attention at that level. So there's, there's a, a learning to become aware at that level, right? Yes. Yes. So that, that's the first area. So the second area, Cami, is exercise and movement. Mm-hmm. Uh, have you, have you seen the posters out there that say, that say sitting is the new smoking? Oh, I haven't seen that, but I totally get it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's even some research coming out now saying it's, it's almost worse in certain ways and we are so sedentary. And so interesting, I, right? I mean, it's like, it, because rarely do we know, even know people who are smoking anymore. Right. And, you know, so we think that's all gone away, but now we've just taken to sitting in our chairs. Yes. Yes. And that takes a huge toll on our health. And so, and so we're, we're animals. We are meant to move. We are designed to move. So what I tell people is find something that you love to do and go do it. Mm-hmm. And, and I also say, you know what, it's, um, it's important to kind of do both sides of the coin. We need to sweat. Sweating is one of the best ways to release toxins from our body. And, uh, but we also need time. I think this is equally important to make room for restorative movement, to mm-hmm. unwind from kind of the chaos, the busyness, the stress. And so we, we, need, we need space for both. Okay, good. Yeah. Uh, the third area is all about relationships. Mm-hmm. And, um, I know, you know, you've got your, your tribe, Cami, we all need tribes and we, we need, um, to spend time with people that make us laugh and, um, just people that make us happy. Cause that will make us happy. Actually, there's a really fun experiment out there. If you take a pencil and you put it between your nose and your upper lip, it will force you to smile. And if you hold that for about 30 seconds, uh, there's research out there now. There's a fun video on YouTube that you can find that will also look at your markers and you will have more satisfaction in your, in your, um, in that current experience and moment of time, more happiness. And it's the whole fake it till you make it. If you're not that happy, force yourself to smile and guess what? It's going to help you reframe and have a, a new outlook on life. Oh, that's awesome. I totally love that. Yes. Yeah. I I was sitting here doing it as you were saying that. (laughs) Okay. So so you tried that. So now what you do is take the pencil and um, grip it between your teeth. So force it kind of clench down on the pencil Mm -hmm. and that, that forces you to frown. Oh, interesting. And and I, and so, you know, when people are busy, sometimes I'll do that. So that's frowning, that's negativity. And that's going to bring people down. 
So, so that, that was what kind of the larger study is they had people kind of doing the smiling, people doing the frowning, and then they, they measured, um, and, and it, it fake it till you make it smile, smile and laugh. I love it. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, yeah. Find, uh, find people that, that help you laugh and that don't drain your energy and aren't toxic and right. Right. So, um, the next What's one is, Yeah. What's number four? Sleep and relaxation. Ah, yes. I heard last week at the conference I was at that we are on average one to two hours sleep deprived. Oh, my. As a a nation. Wow. And why this matters is that our bodies are doing more work in the middle of the night than they are during the day. And there are... um, you know, when we're awake and moving, you've got your key players within the body. Well, when you're asleep at night, there are other key players. And so we need to sleep so that they, those players can shine and do what they're meant to do, which is all about restoring and revitalizing the functions of our body. Right. Right. Very good. Yeah, yeah no, I, I, I totally appreciate it. I'm one that actually really needs my good eight hours of sleep at least yeah. a night. And um, if I don't get that, um, I certainly feel it in my body. I feel it in, in how I respond and react to different things in my life. Yeah. Whereas if I'm sleeping solid, um, I just move from a different space. For sure. For sure. Well, I'll tell you, Kimmy, what the Institute for Functional Medicine says is that we need between seven and nine hours of sleep a night. And this is good quality, uninterrupted, restful sleep. And if you have any kind of chronic disease or illness, or if you even just have kind of acute sickness, like a cough or a cold, you need to be closer to the nine hour range. Okay. And, and um, you know, you'll, you'll meet people that say, oh, I need four hours of sleep a night. Well, you know, over time, that will that will build up, and right. there will be ramifications. Right, I, I totally believe that. Totally believe yeah. that. So, what's the fifth one? Okay, so this one is called stress transformation. Mm, important. I, yes, I love that it's transfer transformation and not management. And it's not like, oh, I have stress. Let's just bottle that down, or let's. How do we manage this? It's all about transforming it into something positive. It is so important to do so. So, for example, the other day, I was taking my kids to school, and my seven-year-old was nervous about a presentation he was going to deliver. And uh, so he said, Mommy, Mommy, my tummy feels funny. And so I explained to him, you know, Cole, your tummy feels funny, but that is because your body is getting ready to give the best presentation of your little short life. <laughs> and, uh, and, and I said, if your body didn't feel that way, you will make lots of mistakes. But because your body feels that way, you are going to shine. Oh my and God. I so love that. Thank you. He, he loved it too. He, in fact, Cammy, he asked me to say it two more times. <laughs> Mama, what was that thing you just said? that made me feel better? Mama, mama, tell me it one more time. Okay, now mama, my tummy doesn't hurt anymore. I feel really good and ready. So that that's an example of transforming stress. And uh-huh. stress comes to us in so many different ways. Um, you know, that's just one. Another way is all, all the chemicals in the environment. And so there are, I don't know if you've heard this before or not, but there are more than 87,000 chemicals and only a tiny fraction, I think it's something like 2%, have been assessed for safety. And so because of that, we do what we can do. 
Right. So we buy. They're there, right? Exactly. They're there. And so you can't hold your breath, you know, um, going, you need to breathe. So buy air, air filter, put plants in your house that will kind of, um, absorb those chemicals as well. Uh, don't, um, Look at your shampoo bottles and look at your lotions and your makeup. Read the labels. A lot of those those items will have all kinds of toxins and petroleum. And, and frankly, you know, if, if you can't eat it, you shouldn't put it on your skin. That is what I tell people. Mm. So today I put coconut oil on my legs or my lotion. Uh, you'll laugh. When I showered this morning, I washed my hair. Do you want to know what I use? What would you use? I use baking soda for my shampoo and I, I, um, use raw apple cider vinegar for my conditioner. Now interesting. it's very strong smelling. So of course I use some peppermint essential oil and, you know, made it, made it smell much better, but, um, we, we don't need to buy products with 50 ingredients. There's nothing good when it's got 50 ingredients. I'll just say that. Oh, interesting. Interesting. So you really help your clients see through that whole spectrum of different um, ways to bring more health into their life from those five different foundations, if you will. Exactly. I like to say that I partner with people on their journey to better. So better, better nutrition, better exercise and movement, better sleep and relaxation, better relationships and better stress transformation. And doing so I help them live into a different story than the one that they were currently living. A much healthier, happier, vibrant, energetic story. So I'm sure everybody, there's a lot of people listening going, oh my God, I want some of this this juice. (laughs) Uh, So where can people learn more about you and your work? Sure. Uh, They they can go to my website. Uh Uh, I have a blog. It's called Root of Wellbeing. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm so you write regularly and, and yes. share tips and things to, to, to help in their health. Yeah, I, I do. You know, I look at those five areas and that's what I write about. Okay. I try and give really, um, easy tips for people to, to kind of start doing right away so that yes. they can experience more energy or whatever it is they need right away. And so I've got my blog. I, I, um, also do of course some private coaching, which I absolutely love. I love working one on one with folks and I have some group coaching programs. And my next one is, um, taking off in January and where we, um, in that particular program, we are going to take a deep look at each one of those five areas and um, create kind of plans so that we can um, all move forward in a really positive direction in those areas. Mm. So those are those are some of the fun things I'm doing. I also have a few retreats, one day retreats planned for next year, and a few detox workshops as well. Oh, that's awesome! That's yeah. awesome. So your website is root of well root of well being dot yes. com, and yes. you also are on Facebook, Facebook and Instagram. Same okay. thing root of well-being. And, um, I, I'm pretty active. If you want pictures of food or nature or, um, exercise videos, it's, it's all there. Yes. I, I love your videos you're doing. Um, and I've certainly, um, used some of the recipes that you've shared. Um, uh-huh. that's been, you know, it's like, Ooh, I'm always looking for good, healthy things to make. So I really love that about, about what you're sharing there. So I have a final question for you. This has been so, so much fun. What are the three pearls of wisdom you can leave our audience today? Hmm. Okay. So I, um, I heard this sentence the other day and it really resonated with me. And so I guess my first, uh, pearl would be that life waits for no one. 
That's right. Right. So you can, oh, that's such a good one right now. And mm-hmm. Because so many people think, oh, I'll do that later. Yes. Or they're scared to make a change because they like the benefits that they have. So they hate the job, but they like the benefits. So they are really, let's say it's five weeks of vacation. So they are living for five weeks of the year and then they are miserable kind of on autopilot for the remaining weeks of the year. And I, and and I, I just think that's so sad. They, they will never be able to give or share their true gifts with the world if they're hitting that pause button. Mm-hmm. on their life and on their potential. So yes. life waits for no one is number one. Good. I love it. Uh, number two, I guess my second pearl, um, would be to treat yourself. Well, you have one body and, um, most of the stuff that we put on our bodies is not worthy of us. Mm. And so it's, um, it's, it's, you, you, we gotta, we gotta, we need to put ourselves first. I always say, you know, it's like my teacup that I have right here, you know, next to me. It's, um, if I don't fill my cup, then I can't be the best mom I can be. I can't be the best colleague, the best partner. I, I, I need to fill my cup first right. and, um, and treat myself well. Yes. And, uh, so I owe you one more, don't I? You do. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so, all right, this third one, um, you're gonna, you're gonna, you might kind of chuckle at this, but I have, you know, I, I've named my inner mentor and her name is joy. Yes. And I, um, I love her. She's fantastic. And, you know, I like to think of joy when she is 20 years older than I am. So I am 43 right now. So she's 63. And she has, you know, the, the, the crinkles in her eyes from smiling and laughing all the time. And she is living a well life. And, uh, she's got all this, I I feel like she's got all of this great inspiration and knowledge. And so when I am feeling stressed or overwhelmed, I just take a moment and I sit real still and I think, okay, what would, what would joy tell me? right now. And usually what joy would tell me is Heather, you need to breathe deeply, put one hand over your heart, one on your belly, breathe. And then she would say, you know what, Heather, every moment is a, is a celebration. So find the celebration in this particular moment. What do you have to be grateful for? What do you have to be proud of? What do you have to be um, excited about? And then, um, And then of course, you know, because of her name, she said, Heather, are you finding the joy in every moment? Find that joy. So that's, that's, I guess my, my third pearl is make friends with your inner mentor, give your inner mentor a name and make sure that you, uh, you like her or him. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. I love, I love playing with inner mentor work and it's, it's some of my favorite work I do with clients and it's, um, it, it, it just, it gives us a different grounding that we can always go back to in those moments, in those days where it feels a little bit more difficult on some day. And we all, I mean, that's the, that's the nature of life in general. So when we can come back to that, that grounded place of having that wise mentor guiding us saying, you've got this, it's such a beautiful gift. Yes. 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 You've got this. Yes. Mm. I like that. Well, thank you so much, Heather. This has been just so much fun. I adore you. I adore the work that you're doing. I think it's so important in our world today. And so keep doing it and keep putting your good gifts out into the world. Oh, 
Cammie, thank you so much. And thank you for being such a wonderful inspiration and, and light for me as well. And I've really enjoyed this today. So thank you so much. Have a great day. You too. I hope you liked this episode of Extraordinary Women Radio. If you did, please share this podcast with your own special tribe of women and help spread the love, the dreams, and the inspiration. Are you thinking about making the next bold move in your life? I invite you to take the Your Next Bold Move quiz at CammieGellner.com to find out how you can jumpstart a passionate and meaningful next chapter. You may also enjoy my book, Fire Dancer, Your Spiral Journey to a Life of Passion and Purpose, which is available on Amazon. In Fire Dancer, you will become intimately connected to your heart's calling and build the courage and resiliency to ignite your what's next. I'd love to hear from you on any of my social media channels. I'm on both Facebook and Twitter, and the links are available on my website. Till next time, my friend, listen to your heart, follow your dreams, and be you.